Hey guys, this is Matt. And this is Sean. Welcome to the show. We're meeting at the crossroads of wellness and sales in an attempt to share different mental, physical, and spiritual tactics to attain better results in your life of sales. We're going to experiment, challenge, and discuss what may or may not work for you in hopes to push you to become the best version of yourself. Hope you enjoy today's show. All right, we are live. Welcome back to Optimize Sales, the first one of 2021. Matt, it's been a minute. How it's, are you? It's been a little while. We, we took a bit of a break. Yeah, a little so, bit of a break, a lot going on. Uh, I'd say you kind of take the cake for a lot going on in your life. I'll have to say congratulations to your newborn. Thank you. Thank you. How's that been? Good start to the year. It's been good. It's been great. Let's <sighs> sleep. That on top of... Uh, account planning and uh, sales kickoffs and QBRs. You have mm-hmm. a ton of free time to work on all that while there's, there's uh, a lot. There's kid a lot number two. But it's good. This is this yeah. is number two. So I will say to those that have kids, the first one's a shock to the system uh, with everything going on, the lifestyle change. But number two, you, you, you kind of get into the swing of things and you do have to juggle more schedules. But it helps you prioritize certain things and yeah. be more efficient with your time, right? When you have all the time in the world, you know, it's easy to put things off when you have one kid. It's a different scenario. Once you have two, you've got to be really mm-hmm. smart about that time and being able to fit in all the things we've talked about in previous episodes. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's more and more important. And then in this world of sales, time's a valuable thing. So you have to accomplish more in a shorter period of time. Um, it also gives you an extra motivational incentive that why ticks up to two. That's true. That is true. Um, but I think that kind of works perfectly into, uh, what we're going to be kicking it off with today. Um, especially with the new year, I think a lot of us are doing our resolutions and hopefully you've already done a chunk of this since it's late January, but today we're just going to be talking about, um, goal planning and different ways to do this, how it works scientifically, um, how yeah. it works with, with your psychology. So even if you, if you have not kind of written down goals, don't, don't stress or worry. You got plenty of time um, to knock this out. So we're just going to walk through some of the tactics today of how to do this. Yeah. And I think too, um, given the world that we were in with sales a lot, it, it's really hard. You can potentially start writing down your goals, Jan one, but after you work through your accounts getting finalized, mm-hmm. your, um, yeah. you, you know, whatever tactics or new partnerships, you know, a lot of those do reset. For instance, we yeah. had, yeah. Um, we did our QBRs before sales kickoff. And in hindsight, I just feel like we would have, we should have done those differently because it definitely changed what my goals look like. Um, yeah. Comp plans too. So if you, if you have an income goal and, and it's based on the comp plan and, you know, obviously when you set the goals, you want to have data behind them. Um, a little bit of data, a little bit of, of, of stretch goals, but yeah, it's totally cool. So perfect. Um, well, I know we, so we quickly touched upon some of the things uh, we'll be discussing today in one of our first episodes um, around your daily routine. And Matt talked about um, kind of his goals and his successes last year and some of the things. So today we'll be just kind of taking a deeper dive into, you know, some of the things he did last year, some of the things I'll be doing this year. Um, how to incorporate it in your day-to-day, your week-to-week, your month-to-month, um, and some of the things that seem so simple 
from writing it down to having the calendar um, that a lot of people don't do, you know, really having it in front of you. And so we'll be um, kind of walking through that and um, hopefully everyone else on this could uh, take a couple lessons and, and get their goals down in the next week or so as uh, the, the, the year moves on pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first, first piece, and I really only personally started doing this seriously, maybe three years ago and each year has kind of gotten a little bit more intense. And, and the first first kind of iteration of that was actually, you know, writing them down as, as, as easy as that sounds. Um, oftentimes you can kind of have these goals in your mind. Oh, I want to hit my quota. I want to do this. I want to read this many books, but number one is just write them down. So this may be like, duh, to a lot of people, um, but write them down. And, and there's a way that you write them down to make them kind of more uh, effective. So you got to make them very specific and, and very measurable. So rather than I want to hit my quota this year, you know, I want to hit my quota, which is X amount on this date. So be very specific and, and, and kind of writing that down. And there's, there is a lot of, of psychology that, that just goes into physically writing something down right? and then being able to, to see it every day. So whenever you write, write these down, you know, get them very specific. So, well, um, I think to, uh, I think I mentioned to you earlier, I've got, I just started a little uh, weight loss competition with a couple of guys in the neighborhood and it's the same <clears throat> importance in psychology that goes behind, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds. Okay. Mm-hmm. When do you want to lose 10 pounds by? How are you going to yeah. do that? And I've been not to say I've written anything down, but really focusing on the specifics behind, okay. Focusing on the diet, the workout plan behind that to be able to not, not necessarily saying in this competition, there's a goal other than beating everyone else. Uh, but the importance of being very specific about that and the timing associated to that. Cause once you have things very broad, you can mentally tell yourself you did it or you can mentally tell yourself that you didn't do it right. versus, um, having all of those things very specific. Yeah. So that's kind of the first part of this is called habit stacking. So when we talk about getting specific, you know, this, the sales goal would be, I'm going to hit my quota of let's call it a million dollars by September. Now, how are you going to do that? Right. So you, you got to kind of have a plan written out. So that could be by making X and this could kind of goes in again, the, the stacking of the goals. So by making, you know, X amount of discovery calls per week or X amount of cold calls per week, um, attending X amount of events. So you kind of, you kind of stack these up together to hit that ultimate goal or for weight loss. It could be, I want to lose 20 pounds in yep. 60 days by working out three times a day at this specific time doing this. So the more specific you get, the more it's going to just implant. And, and again, incorporating your long-term goals into your daily routine, right? So that, um, the the piece of that is having that checklist. So using that daily routine, you might've come up with, but now start, start to incorporate, not just breathing and, and, and meditation and, and working out, but also, okay, today I'm going to build out one account today. I'm going to reach out to, five people today, I'm going to do this and have that in your, your, your every day. And what's important too, that habit tracker that you and I were talking about that our, our mm-hmm. good friend had put together and it seems intense, but it gets as specific to unloading the dishwasher and doing all these things. And once yeah. you start checking off all of those, the gratification you get and yeah. making sure you're doing all those things is really important. So taking something that you might have in a spreadsheet, printing it out with some of those specific items and being able to kind of check those boxes as you work through them throughout the day. So it's always in front of you. I think you said too, what, that it was, um, you had it on your mirror. I'm not sure if you've already yeah, done so that. I, I put it in a couple, a couple places is one is on the mirror. 
And these are more of my kind of general goals and, and I put them in, in an affirmation state. So it's, uh, it's, it's always in, in a future tense. So, uh, cause I'm a big believer of the secret and programming the subconscious and, and all that that goes along with that. So the idea would be to, I, I kind of call it the, uh, the, the brush your teeth and, and, um, and do your affirmations at the same time. Kind of need a better name for that, but they uh, <laughs> come up with that. Yeah. But, um, but that's, that's the idea there is, is to get them in, in a place where that you see them on a, on a daily basis. So generally if you're brushing your teeth every day, hopefully then I put one in my office as well. Yeah. We're going to be sitting for a majority of the day. Right. And another little trick is you can put like your top five on the lock screen of your phone. Yep. Cause you look at your phone about a hundred times a day. So that's another little place to kind of just keep those programming into your mind of this. This is what I want. So kind of going back to what you were saying, the, those are the broad goals that you have, but the daily little goals of where I worked out today, I did this, I did that. And you have a checklist. You're getting little dopamine hits from those every single time you do something. So I think, you know, Matthew McConaughey is pushing his book green light and, yeah. and he's, he's on a bunch of podcasts and he's, he's, Hey man, you take a shit, you check it off. Right. You feel good. It's, it, there's a lot of the military people say, well, make your bed in the morning. Cause it's the little wins like that, that kind of help you with the, with the broader, you know, you start goals. your day off right, or you, it's it's easy for you for, for you to do some mundane task really quickly, and you're already on top. Um, so one of the things I'll I'll share an example of um, one of these habit trackers that someone had shared with me that I think is pretty valuable. Um, it, it it might seem overwhelming, but once you take a look at it, there's a lot of again quick and easy tasks, and then there's some things that are a bit more detailed that will help on those long term goals. Um, the other thing that matt has definitely taught me so in our little setup over here is is also having an actual calendar you know to have it in your face with some dates that are specific you know you can put some goals on a piece of paper have them in your calendar on your computer but actually having that calendar in front of you again in in some sense an area that you're walking by every day or it's just kind of repeating um, over and over again is also important Um, And, and we're talking about a big yearly calendar here. So you can buy these on Amazon, but just so you can see the full year in, in one clear view and you can write, you know, every time you have a marker of, I want to hit, you know, 60 pounds by this date, you go to the calendar and you mark 60 days out, you know, I have lost 20 pounds. So it's always kind of in the, in the future tense, um, to, to program your mind that look, I already did this. Now I'm just going to go through the action to get there. Yeah. And again, that's the same thing. We'll, we'll kind of share what that looks like. Um, and our setup and some of the examples for the broader goals and then getting specific. So at least you at least have something to work with um, right. as a template. Another piece too, and it's kind of moving on to the next topic outside of just getting specific and measurable is make sure you're, you, you, you may start with a big goal list, but you always want to kind of whittle it down, whittle it down because if you get too many goals going on and this has been, you know, a, a challenge for me every, every year I do the goal audit, is um, you take on too many things and then you start to realize, well, a lot of these goals were just written from ego. Like yeah. I wanted to do all these different things, but I didn't have a clear plan for a lot of them. So maybe they just weren't important to me. Maybe I shouldn't have even put them there in the first place. Right. So, yeah. And, it, and I would say it's not to say start small, like you still want to have uh, lofty goals that are hopefully attainable. All right. Like going to every year saying, I, will make X amount of money, right? Don't go in saying I'm going to make $500 million next year, right? right Having right. something that you believe is attainable has been 
done in the past at your company. And I think potentially leveraging it the same way that Matt does is, is in the past tense. And it's not, you're not even questioning yourself. It is again, using the secret as an example. It's, I know I will make this right. It's, and, and we were talking to a friend the other day and we were kind of talking through this and we both kind of looked at each other and just said, your goal is not lofty enough per se. Right. So don't, don't sell yourself short, like give yourself yeah. a good number and a good goal again, whether that's across how much you're going to make, what you're going to do, all those certain things, make it attainable, but make it real at the same time. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Cause you'll see you, you start to go into a bunch of different categories of, of I want to read this. I want to play golf this many times. I want to do this many family activities. I want to do this with my Caitlin. With I my made job. a goal that I want to play golf four times a week. And I, I think I just have to do that. Yeah. Uh, it's one of my goals. I put it on my calendar and I have it on the mirror every time I walk, brush my teeth. Oh yeah. Um, but I think the other thing that's that's interesting, I think a lot of you have heard that's the Warren Buffett story, right? Where um, and you might know the specifics where essentially he's, he said, how many goals did he say to write out? Or is it- Yeah, so, so you write, he goes, write out, you know, your 25, top 25 goals, and then you share the sheet. It's called the, the Warren Buffett 25-5 rule. And he goes, okay, now I want you to, to take this list of 25 and will it down to five. Now those are the five that you want to go after. And he goes, these other 20, he goes, don't even... Don't even look at them. Don't even, in fact, you want to almost avoid those. So that's, that's his kind of, his strategy is to just take the, take those top five. And those are the ones that you go after. Cause it's the, the way your, your mind works is it's, it's just much easier for it to aggressively pursue, um, you know, sm- a smaller list of goals than to have a bunch of different ones in different categories. That's, that's kind of the, yeah. the thing is you have all these different ones in different categories. So, you know, find your balance. Like you don't, like you're saying, you know, we're not saying think small here, but you also need to be smart about so with the list. Thinking about these lists and thinking about your goals and affirmations last year, did you do them all um, sales specific in your career or, or some of those broader ones, health specific or family specific? What did that look like for you? Yeah, so it's different categories. And it's one that I put is, is uh, kind of work specific. So whatever that is could be quota specific. It could be um, money specific. In fact, a lot of it is. So there's, there's that bucket, right? There's a financial bucket. So that's related to just how, you know, where, where do I want to put my money? How much do I want to um, grow and, and, and invest and things like that? So that's just more financial. Then there's kind of health, fitness, spiritual goals, which I put in a bucket. Um, and then last is, is family. So kind of having goals related to that. So it could be date nights. It could be, you know, dedicated time with family, um, fasting from my phone so that I'm present. So think things like that. So I kind of bucket it into, into those different categories. Yeah. And it's interesting that a, a lot of these things again going back are very much incorporated to that daily routine. And I keep going back to that. Um, but I also want to emphasize as we did in that previous episode that, you know, things can get, you know, screwed up, you, things can definitely change and throw you off course. Again, Matt just had a second child that probably wasn't, you know, we're only a few weeks into it. Right. But it's, it's going to change how you're doing things. And Mm -hmm. I think it's one of those things you need to be focused on recognizing those adapting and overcoming, and it might potentially just part of your goals, but I think it's important to recognize that. And, um, 
you know, make those changes when enough needed. Cause again, COVID's still around. Uh, although we're kicking off the year and yeah. we're all trying to be optimistic coming off of sales kickoff, uh, things will change. People will leave your company. People will join, you'll have a new manager. Um, and it's going to be completely different. Um, so I get that's actually something interesting for, for any of your work related ones, big or small, do you ever, you ever share those with people, whether it's mentors, friends, or people at your own company? Like, do you ever say, Hey boss, these are my goals for the year. Or do you keep those a lot of times to yourself? Uh, I, I pretty much just tell family and some friends, but part of the game to me is I, I kind of like, I, and, and I will say until I've, I've done this, you know, I've only been doing this for, like I say, it's a couple of years at yeah. this point and it, it works right. And, and everything you look about, look up about affirmations and the science behind it. And when I really started taking that seriously yeah. and saying, and, and do, you know, doing these separate from the goals, um, in the morning or whatever, just saying, um, you know, I earned this amount of money by this date easily. So kind of just programming that in and the, the more I became more comfortable with it, then the more I started sharing it with people. Like I, I, I shared it with you. Like yeah. my goal was to hit quota by June last year and didn't really know how I was going to do it, but just that was the, that there was enough in the pipe that it could have happened. Yeah. Um, and, and the stars just happened to align. Same thing with the income goal, same thing with a lot of the things that I kind of, kind of put on there. And then as I went into this coming year, the, the first, the first time I've ever done um, this is kind of goes to the next topic is, is the goal audit, which is you take, take your list of goals from the previous year before you write out your new goals. And you, and you really, it's, it's very introspective, um, very real process. So it was, it was interesting to me because going through that and going through each goal, did I hit the goal? If I hit the goal, like why did I hit the goal? What did I learn by hitting the goal? How can um, this change a goal that I have for the next year? Exactly. And if I'm, if I didn't hit the goal, you know, why didn't I hit it? Did I not plan well enough? Did I not? So a big takeaway for me. And, and a lot of it was, it was like peeling back, you know, layers of the onion and, and, you know, really being like, man, I failed at this. I failed at that. So at, at the end of it, I was kind of, I was in a, a, a sort of weird mood at the end of it. My wife's kind of like, what's, what is going on with, with you today? And I was like, this, this, this goal audit really, um, really wakes you up. And I think it's a good thing that a lot of people probably don't do is look at the last year's goals and just get real. Like I failed at this because I didn't take the action or I didn't plan, or I didn't write it out. I didn't make it. Like my biggest thing was I didn't. I wasn't consistently keeping checklists. Yeah, and I think I'd imagine too, given you've been doing this pretty specifically for a few years, that probably the first year you probably fell into the bucket of having maybe too many goals that you maybe didn't accomplish a lot, and then you probably didn't even do a good audit. Then the next year maybe you started doing the audit a little bit and re- recognized a lot of those things, and now it's kind of continuing to improve all while probably talking to more people about it. So then you've, you've had seen the successes, you know what you need to do. Mm-hmm. You talk to family and friends about it. So there's some benefit there from an affirmation perspective that being able to tell Sean or anyone else, Hey, I hit this goal. Boom. You're psyched up. And the piece of it is uh, not one. I don't want to say letting anyone down, right? You want to just like hit that. So you feel good. Once you go, come back and talk to Sean or anyone else, you feel like you haven't let them down. Um, right. So you're kind of getting better every time. And that, starts with day to day, month to month, week to week, whatever. Um, but recognizing all those things and it's important too, to kind of look at yourself and say, you hit a lot of those goals. You did really well for yourself, Mm -hmm. but there's still some shortcomings here and there uh, that you might call a shortcoming that someone else might be like, that wasn't that bad. 
But yeah. once you start improving more and more, you're again improving yourself, more focused, uh, being able to hit those goals. And I think, but that's probably just one important thing that a lot of people, you know, lack doing or they know they need to do it and ignore it. Um, and again, it all goes back to writing it down. Once you're seeing it, it's yeah. really hard to ignore it if you're seeing it every day and writing it down. That, that was the big change is, is putting it in my face every day because maybe I wrote them down, but they like sat in a G doc somewhere. Or, exactly. Um, we, they, they just were, oh, oh yeah, what, what were my goals again? And I look at them maybe once a month, if that. So just seeing them every day and being like, okay, what, what if I really start taking this you know, super seriously every year? Because this just compounds on, on itself. Um, at, at the end of the day. So that's, you know, we, we sort of bounced around the idea of, of affirmations with the goals. Now these are a little bit different and these I will say have felt the most uncomfortable when I first started it because it's kind of like this, the, the Tony, Tony Robbins, who's awesome, but sometimes the, that, that type of material is tough for me to get into yeah. with the whole, I am a winner and this, I'm a you know, yes I am man a champion. Yeah. yeah. It, it feels like that movie. Yes, man, to an extent, but um, once I started to dig into the psychology of what these are doing in your mind, when you're programming yourself every day with the thoughts of like, I am a high income earner. That's who I am. I am a winner. That's why I'm consistently, you know, in, in the top um, of, of the sales leaderboard. That's, that's just who I am because it's, it's the, it's what you say out loud. It's, it's what you internalize to yourself. Um, all these thoughts that, that are just the negative thoughts that everyone has. But if you kind of take control of that every day and sort of refocus yourself to, to, to kind of become that person that's been helpful. So I yeah. can, I'll share some of the, some of the affirmations, just kind of, you know, how I write them out. Um, we, we can put on the, on the, uh, and I think to post. that point too, <clears throat> many of you are probably already doing this, but it's the same thing. Any successful salesperson is doing it, whether it's going into a big call or a big meeting, many of us are already telling ourselves, I'm going to make this deal. I'm going to make this deal. I'm going to make this deal over and over again. Can't, same concept, but you're doing it for maybe bigger goals, right? Yeah. Um, and out loud. And, and I know you're, you know, you're just kind of getting into this uh, recently, but like, what has your process been? Like, what are you doing this year? What, what are kind of your... Yeah. Um, good news is I'd say the biggest thing from... Uh, with some of the goals, there's some health and wellness ones too that um, I have in mind. The biggest thing for me is the habit tracker, which is more the day to day, which um, ha that has been a huge help. And that kind of goes back to some of the things you learn from, from green lights, but incorporating that every single day and seeing it in front of yourself. Cause the days that I haven't had it and I look back at that sheet, I end up doing so much less. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that's the, the main important point for me and then hearing your success last year, I've got some goals in mind of my own again, seeing what my pipeline looks like and seeing what the year looks like. It's, it's easy for me to, to have that specific goal, um, which I've not shared with you yet. Um, but I have some quota specific goals that I have for H one that, um, would set me up for huge success for the year and, and potentially one of the better years I've ever had. Nice. So, um, but a big piece of that too is, thinking of it bigger, broader, but attainable. So right, right. you're not going to say, I'm going to hit my first half quota if you have no freaking pipeline. <laughs> exactly. That's what I just want to keep reemphasizing is you, you got to have something there to work off of. Yeah. Don't have something super lofty. Make it somewhat attainable, but use it as leverage to push you even harder. So that's the biggest thing. Um, I, I feel like you told me 
about years last year. So I started thinking about what I wanted mine to be for this year. And, and, and it kind of fell into a very similar bucket. Um, so it's there, but the biggest thing is having that, that broader one, uh, from a long-term perspective and then having the daily tracker mm-hmm. that I've really started incorporating just the last couple of weeks. Um, last couple of weeks have just been kind of a wash. I feel like for both of us with kicking off the year, we just got finalized accounts, um, and sales kickoff and QBR. So sucks that we're just walking into February and and kind of feeling like you're you're starting all over again but recognizing that you only have 11 more months um is important but um it's definitely a big change and I think it helped a lot on the health and wellness side uh middle of last year as we you and I started talking about a lot of this stuff which is important too I know we're thinking about so much in the world of a sales rep, but a lot of the health and wellness stuff will gen will start reflecting back on your life as uh, a parent, as a friend, um, as a colleague, all those things. Uh, it, it's been different. And I think it's been fun ever since we started talking about this, it's definitely changed um, my day to day and kind of the goal setting across the board. Yeah. You know, another piece too is just the, McConaughey, bringing it back to him. All right, all right, all right. But the, the whole checks and balances with your goals too, right? So you, if you bucket things in different categories, then you may need to to reassess and say, look, I'm I'm really going after my sales goals, but I'm kind of falling short in the family section. So maybe I need to yeah. taper back the focus and and kind of you know I'm I'm going into the red here on the family, so it's time to pull it back to the green. So maybe I need to back off a bit on putting so much focus on the business goals just until I kind of get things balanced again. So, you know, it's, it's a big game. The more, the more things you add into your life family wise or, you know, side hustles, businesses, things like that, you, you really, really have to have your shit together. Yeah. And that's, that's when I think it's even more important to have someone again, whether it's a mentor family, friend, whatever to uh, kind of reflect back on this. So uh, I will commit to, sharing my goals with Matt over the next week and uh, kind of working through those as we kind of meet and greet um, from time to time, just as someone to kind of reflect back on, because I think that's important. And uh, in some upcoming episodes can kind of talk about how that's working on my end as well. And just kind of recap. Yeah. I, I would love to see two other people's successes of what you guys have done, things that we haven't touched on maybe that, that you're like, Hey, this works well for me. Um, and whether it's sales, personal, health, fitness, whatever, that, that'd be helpful for us as well. So just kind of recap of what we talked about today. So number one, make your goals specific and measurable. Leverage that power of your subconscious programming. You know, use those dopamine triggers by uh, the daily habit checklists. You know, simplify, simplify, simplify. Being ambitious is, is great, but, you know, if you have too many goals, you're going to be jack of all trades, master yep. of none. And then, you know, make sure you audit your previous year's goals a big thing a lot of people don't do. This is just a great personal accountability exercise and it puts you just in the right state of mind to set your goals for the coming year. And then once you have those goals, then create goal-specific affirmations that you're, you're going to be repeating like a psychopath walking around your house. <laughs> Maybe we can on a daily uh, basis. record a little example for you and freak you Ooh, out. But we um, we're going to put some examples of these uh, on our website and Um, Hope everyone enjoyed today's show and get out there and write some goals for yourself. Crush the year. There we go. See you guys. Peace.